the glory, great things he has done, will do, and continues to do. This is the day the Lord has made. Let us rejoice and be glad in it. Today is March the 4th, the year of our Lord, 2023. So, according to the 31 day challenge, we will be reading Psalms 4 and Proverbs 4, as well as our bonus scripture of Psalms 94. Amen. Amen. Just waiting for everybody to show up. Amen. To God be the glory, great things he has done. Yes, Lord. Oh, this is the day the Lord has made. Let us rejoice and be glad in it. Um just want to testify a little bit on um, this over the last couple of weeks, um, last three to be exact, um, we've been doing something at my church called Push-Ups and Proverbs for the Men. Give me one second. Something called Push-Ups and Proverbs for the Men. It's a way of um, getting our men back into the word. Um, because, you know, a lot of us, we don't like to read sometimes. And it's really weakening us in these final days. We need to get this word in us because you never know. We don't know what day Jesus is coming back. And we need to all be ready for it. Amen. So we are currently live over here on Calling, Stereo, and Wisdom. Uh, I have... Uh, Cecilia Grace with us over here on Wisdom. To God be the glory. And just wait for everybody to come in. Um, so, you know, we often have the, you know, opportunities. Like last night, we actually had the Bible study. Um, it was actually on Proverbs 21 to 30. And it was just showing you how Ooh, Lord have mercy. It's just showing you how those that don't listen to God and decide to do things their own way and, and try to actually hurt others will actually be destroyed by their own devices. And that God is not going to even pay, listen to them when they call out because they are done things outside of God. That we know we can't do. Good morning, high level podcast. Just followed you. God be the glory. Again, today is March the 4th, the year of our Lord 2023. We'll be reading Psalms 4, Proverbs 4, and for our bonus scripture, we'll be reading Psalms 94. Amen. This is the day. This is the day that the Lord has made, that the Lord has made, and I will rejoice, I will rejoice and be glad in it, and be glad in it. This is the day, this is the day that the Lord has made, that the Lord has made, and I will rejoice, 
I will rejoice and be glad in it, and be glad in it. This is the day that the Lord has made. Let us rejoice and be glad in it. For this is the day, this is the day that the Lord has made. Amen. It is the day the Lord has made. Sing praises to him early in the morning. Don't, hey, I don't know about you. I don't want no rock to take my place. You know, God said, hey, Jesus, God said that if we don't give him praise, oh, Lord, the rock's going to call out his name. I don't want no rock to take my to take my spot. Good morning, mama. Be good to see you. To God be the glory. I'll just tell everybody, you know, we got to make sure that we praise him. Start off the morning with praises. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Glory to your wonderful and holy name. So if you got a nice little um, hymn there for us, Mama B, let it be known to the rest of us. What is the Lord putting in your heart to share with us? Hallelujah. Oh, man. It is so good to be in the house of the Lord and not a building. But when you recognize your body is his house, and whew, hallelujah, Mama B. To God, Hallelujah! As as Ambassador Ishmael would say, "Voice of an angel." Amen. Sorry over there on wisdom. For some reason, my app keeps stopping. So hopefully, it stops that nonsense. Um, we know Satan doesn't want the word to be heard, but we um say that we must um press the head of him. Or let, at least let Jesus do the head question. Oh, he already did it for us. So let's recognize that Jesus already conquered our most dangerous foe. And all we need to do is walk in that victory. Amen. Good morning, Ambassador. How you doing over there or down there? I, somehow I got a request that you're stuck and I can't do anything with it. So, to God be glory, if you want to speak, I don't know if it's going to let you come up here on stereo because that is sort of crazy. Um, but, of course, we know there's a cat over here on Wilson that needs to be kicked. I don't like looking at that cat over there too long. Amen. Oh, <laughs> uh, that was a lovely. I, I'm going to have to play that again, Mama B. That was so good. Oh, my goodness. That just was good to my soul there. Uh, let's see if I can get that back. 
I'm gonna message it here. There we go. Alright, play it. Let me play that again. Bless the Lord, oh my soul. Oh, my soul. I worship His holy name. Sing like never before. Oh, my soul. I worship your holy name. Bless the Lord, oh my soul, oh my soul, I worship His holy name, sing like never before, oh my soul, I worship Your, your holy name. Oh, that's so wonderful there. Ambassador Davis. We reverence God in Christ this morning. Thank you, Lord, for another day. Thank you for our purpose, our ministry of reconciliation. That you've allowed us to take part in your handiwork. Ambassador Morris, greetings. Mama B, bless you, bless you, and I worship his holy name also. <laughs> well, she does join me sometimes, brother. she's not at work she'll um just comment um while she's right here but a lot of times she's at work um maybe she worked that friday night or whatever but to god be the lord she didn't work last night so she was at least saved to say hi i think um she might be going to the church we have um outreach event so i don't know if she's going to be at home for the whole service but if she's not, if she's out and about maybe she might join us on the platform one time Maybe. Amen. All right. So we got three over here on wisdom. Of course, we got Ambassador Davis, Cecilia Grace on High Level Podcast. We got um, Ambassador Davis and Mama B over here on stereo. And I'm rolling st- solo over here on calling. Amen. So we just wait for a few more people to come in. I see we just got Black Pearl stopped by over here on wisdom. To God be the glory. So don't be afraid to praise him early in the morning because 
as the Bible says, if we don't praise him, the rock's going to praise him in our place. And I don't want a rock to take my place in the kingdom. Amen. So sing praises to him early in the morning. Mm. I wish I could sing that song, but I'm going to leave that one alone. Yeah, I know. I know. I, I know she's there somewhere listening in. Amen. Because when that spirit blows, you let it know. Make it be known. Amen. That's just something I thought I would throw out there. Amen. <laughs> Ladies need a figure. They need to see her. Virtuous woman sitting up there. Ooh. Amen. God bless you all. Family. We're praying for you all. Amen. Amen. Through times. Tribulation. Yes, he is. We all just need to bind together yeah, in the spirit of the Lord and let him use us to the fullest. Oh, me, I love that song. My I love Lord. that song. Mm. Yep. Yeah, in these perilous times, like you say, we got to be together. We know that Satan's out here trying to kill, steal, and destroy everything. Because you know his time is running close to the end. He ain't got too much longer to be before he gets sentenced to the pit forever. So he's trying to drag as many of us down into that pit with him. Him being the ultimate crowd. So we need to listen and hear God's voice these days. Don't play around. Don't Like I tell these young people, don't think you got time no more. It ain't no such thing as time. When you don't control time. And we humans, we don't control time. So whenever God says time's up, it's just like that game a game of musical chairs. You know, the music's playing and you running around there and there's one less chair than there is a person. So when the music stops, everybody sits down, but one person can't sit down. Think about that for a second. Well, the music plays. Do you want to be the one without a seat? When it stops playing, I'm sorry, yeah. When it stops playing, do you want to be the one without a seat? Because you didn't listen to what he said? I hope not. That's why he's calling us and calling us to call out to these young people. Come on, meet God in the days of your youth. Find him now while you're young and you can still do good works for him. Don't find him when you're old and you broke down and you can't do as much. Find him now. Be like the youth um, to God be the glory. What um, our youth over here at Faith Family are doing. They got their own Facebook page and Instagram. Um, the Children of Judah. Uh, and they've been doing great things for God. Learn them while, you, while you're young. Because the, a lot of these young people ain't making it, high, making it to high school. A lot of them ain't making it to college. A lot of them ain't making it to adulthood. We got to find him now while we still got a chance. Ambassador? And, and just, just, just to put a pin in it, amen. The devil's not destroying anything that's already destroyed. He's not destroying anything that is already under his control. Mm. This attack is against God church, those that are called by his name, those that are trying to resurrect a generation that don't know the Lord. Those are the things. So we need 
to understand that the attack is against us and we, the, he's conquering the evil moves in the darkness and the spirit has to reveal it to us so the attack against us is against us and we know our king who sits in the throne and the blood forever we know he's mighty and he promised not to leave us ignorant to the enemy's devices amen amen God bless you all again Amen. Mama B, voice of the angel. Master? Suffer not the little children. Amen. Bring them to them. You know, the Bible says, then the prophet raise up a child in the way, and he would not depart from you. Yeah, he might strength, but at least he has that spiritual foundation. But what happens when you don't give them no foundation, and then you just lead them out here to this world, this cruel, cruel world that tries to tell them left is Left is right, up is down, man is woman. Come on now. We got to do better by them. We have to teach them the truth so that they have a fighting chance. Yeah, I don't know what just happened. I'm sorry, I turned off the microphone. Sorry over there on um, calling. I had to turn off my microphone. But I was saying, we got to fight for these youth now before Satan gets his dirty hands on them and dirties them all up, turns them, le- turns them all kind of ways so they don't know what the truth is. 
you got so many people out here believing that the truth is whatever they believe it is. But if truth is if truth is what you think it is, then your truth is your truth, then the other person's truth is their truth, then the next person's truth is their truth, the person across the street has their own truth. We're in a world of confusion. That's what we're seeing today. Everybody has chosen to do what was right in their own eyes, and the world is falling apart at the seams. It's time for us to wake up and step into the truth, truth. There's only one truth, and that truth is named Jesus, for he is the word of truth. He's the way, the truth, and the light. That none should come to the Father except through him. So young people, listen up. Let us go over here to um, start the morning devotional. I think it's time. Let us go to the Psalms. Amen to Psalms 23. Amen. Because the people, these children need to hear this, the truth. Just repeat after me these words. The Lord is my shepherd. I shall not want. He makes me lie down in green pastures. He leads me beside the still waters. He restores my soul. He leads me to pass of righteousness for his name's sake. Yeah, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil. For you are with me. Your rod and your staff, they comfort me. You prepare a table before me in the presence of my enemies. You anoint my head with oil. My cup runs over. Surely goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life. And I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. And let us all together say, Amen. To God be the glory. So we want these young people to know who their shepherd is. Now, don't think your shepherd is the American idol. Think about the name of it. It even sounds wrong. An idol. Don't think your shepherd is Rihanna or, or Beyonce. You're part of the beehive. Or think your shepherd is, is a politician. you part of uh, like Kamala Harris. and think you're part of the, the K-hive. Or think, your, or think your shepherd is Donald Trump and you become a Trumper. Knows ain't none of them got nothing to do with what Jesus Christ is. None of them. Falling behind this mess in the world is what's got us in the predicament that we're in now. Let's put that world away and take what God has for us. So let us go on over the, to our second part of our devotional. And we're going into the, um, the Lord's Prayer. Give me one second. I'll be right back. Callie?
let's head over here to um, Matthew chapter 6. We're going to go on over here to um, the verse 5, and we'll start there. And it says, and this is all red lettering, so it's Jesus' words. And when you pray, you should not be like the hypocrites, for they love to pray standing in the synagogues on the corners of the streets, that they may be seen by men. Assuredly, I say to you, they have their reward. But you, when you pray, go into your room, and when you have shut your door, pray to your father who is in the secret place. And your father who sees in secret will reward you openly. And when you pray, do not use vain repetitions as the heathen do. For they think that they will be heard for their many words. Therefore, do not be like them. For your father knows the things you have need of before you ask him. In this manner, therefore, pray and repeat after me. Our Father in heaven, hallowed be your name. Your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our debts as we forgive our debtors. And do not lead us into temptation. But deliver us from the evil one. For yours is the kingdom. And the power. And the glory. Forever. And let us all together say. Amen. To God be the glory. I see Ambassador Ishmael is showing up here. I got the, the three ambassador lineup this morning. I got Ambassador Davis, Chris, and Ishmael, all sitting there like faithful witnesses that they are. Over here on um, Wisdom, I got uh, Cecilia Grace, Truly Julie, Black Pearl, Ambassador Davis, a high-level podcast. Um, still running solo over here on Call In, but to God be the glory. So now let's turn our Bibles to the Gospel of John. And we're going to start at verse 1 and go through verse 17. And then go afterwards into 18 and 21 too as well. There was a man of the Pharisees named Nicodemus, a ruler of the Jews. This man came to Jesus by night and said to him, Rabbi, we know that you are a teacher come from God. For no one can do these signs that you do unless God is with him. Jesus answered said to him, Most assuredly, I say to you, unless one is born again, he cannot see the kingdom of God. Nicodemus said to him, How can a man be born when he is old? Can he enter a second time into his mother's womb and be born? Jesus answered, Most assuredly, I say to you, unless one is born of water and the spirit, he cannot enter the kingdom of God. That which is born of the flesh is flesh, and that which is born of the spirit is spirit. Do not marvel that I said to you, you must be born again. The wind blows where it wishes, and you hear the sound of it, but cannot tell where it comes from and where it goes. So is everyone who is born of the Spirit. Nicodemus answered, said to him, How can these things be? Jesus answered, said to him, Are you the teacher of Israel and do not know these things? Most assuredly, I say to you, We speak what we know, and we testify what we have seen, and you do not receive our witness. 
If I had told you earthly things and you do not believe, how would you believe if I tell you heavenly things? No one has ascended to heaven, but he who came down from heaven, that is the Son of Man who is in heaven. And as Moses lifted up the serpent in the wilderness, even so must the Son of Man be lifted up, that whoever believes in him should not perish, but have eternal life. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that whoever believed in him should not perish but have everlasting life. For God not sent his son to the world to condemn the world, but the world through him might be saved. So we lift Jesus up. We lift Jesus up this morning. Everybody help us lift Jesus up to the glory of God for the hope and salvation of the next generations. Amen. I got a message here from Ambassador Ishmael. Ambassador Jabari Morris is Uncle Roro, Pastor Davis, Red Rolling, the Uncle of Bunks. And we got Ambassador Chris. Glory be to our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. Another day to be grateful and thankful to the Lord. No matter what it is that you're going through, you still always say, Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. All right, that's Mama B. She's back, that virtuous woman. Amen. To God be the glory. Amen. And then let me read 18 to 21 as well. It says, he who believes in him is not condemned, but he who does not believe is condemned already. For he has not believed in the name of the only begotten Son of God. And this is the condemnation that the light has come into the world and men love darkness rather than light because their deeds were evil. For everyone practicing evil hates the light and does not come to the light, lest his deeds should be exposed. But he who does the truth comes to the light, that his deeds may be clearly seen that have been done in God. Hallelujah. That's Jesus just telling us the truth. Um, and as I was reading, um, you know, uh, Ambassador Davis always talks about, hey, we need to be reading those cross-references. So while I was reading the morning devotion, that cross-reference a later verse in John chapter 3, um, 32, and it says, And what he has seen and he and heard that he testifies, no one receives his testimony. And that goes back to what he said about that. And then in John 8, and then in John um, 8, 14 was another cross-reference. Because I have a little time because, you know, still trying to wait for the crop, the rest of the crop to show up with a little light here. So John 8, 14 is a cross reference. And Jesus said, I am, I, Jesus answered, said to them, even if I bear witness of myself, my witness is true. For I know where I came from and where I'm going. But you do not know where I come from and where I am going. You, ooh. 
You judge according to the flesh. I judge no one. Yet if I do judge, my judgment is true. For I am not alone, but I am with the Father who sent me. It's also written in your law that the testimony of two men is true. I am one who bears witness of myself, and the Father who sent me bears witness of me. Mm. To God be the glory for that revelation. Amen. All right. It is, again, it's March the 4th, the year of our Lord, 2023. That means you know what we're reading. We're reading Psalms 4 and Proverbs 4, as well as our bonus scripture, Psalms 94. Amen. Um, good morning, Millie Rock. Good to see you. To God be the glory. You just in time. We're getting ready to hit into our daily readings. Amen. I see we got um, someone, someone else just stopped by over here on Wisdom. Um, we got five now. We got um, Ambassador Davis, Cecilia Grace, Truly Julie, Black Pearl, and High Level Podcast. Amen. So let's head on over to Psalms chapter four. Um, it's subtitled, The Safety of the Faithful. To the chief musician with string instruments, the Psalm of David. And it begins, Hear me when I call, O God, of my righteousness. You have relieved me in my distress. Have mercy on me and hear my prayer. How long, O sons, O you sons of men, will you turn my glory to shame? How long will you love worthlessness and seek falsehood? Selah. But know that the Lord has set apart for himself him who is godly. The Lord will hear when I call him. Be angry and do not sin. Meditate within your heart on your bed and be still. Selah. Offer the sacrifices of righteousness and put your trust in the Lord. There are many who say, who will show us any good? Lord, lift up the light of your confidence upon, upon us. You have put gladness in my heart more than in the season that their grain and wine increase. I will both lie down in peace and sleep for you alone, Lord, make me dwell in safety. Those are the eight verses of Psalms 12 that all were blessed by the reading of the word. What drew me my attention is it was only eight verses, but we saw two um, silas. It makes me think that there's something that we need to meditate on a little deeper. Amen. So we see it begins. With David crying out to God and saying, you have relieved me in my distress. How many are hurting and need to hear from God? He's asking you to call out towards him. You see in verse 2, it talks about the ones who do the exact opposite. Instead of calling out to God, they instead are seeking falsehood. They're loving worthlessness. 
and turning God's glory into shame. And he wants us to think about it. And think about it carefully, I believe. And it says in verse 3, but know that the Lord has set apart from himself who is God. The Lord will hear when I call to him. So David is making a, a, an assumption here. He, he's saying that Lord will hear when I call to him because he believes that the Lord has set him apart as one who is godly, which we know as reading the Bible, he did set apart David. In fact, it was said about David, he was a man after God's own heart. That even though he did sin and did reprehensible things, he was set aside by God for his purposes. And we know one of those purposes was to be the lineage through which our Savior, Jesus Christ, came through. Amen. And it says, meditate within your heart on your bed and be still. Take your time. Let God's word speak to you. Whether it's on your bed, in your car, on your couch, on your floor. At your job, wherever it may be. I got one message here from Ambassador Davis. So that you're seeking some other form of medication, yourself medicating yourself. You're seeking something other than him. That's what he's telling you this morning. He knows you better than you know yourself. And he's saying it's time to call out to him and turn away from those idols and all those substitutes that you're using in your life, young people. <laughs> he knows mm -hmm. these are perilous times. We need to recognize it and turn to him. Amen. So turn away from medication and turn towards meditation. Mm. My God. <laughs> My God. Now we ain't talking about medication as in, you know, stuff that's prescribed necessarily. It's talking about turning toward, turning away from marijuana and alcohol and popping pills and all that nonsense to try to get away from the troubles of life. Amen. Let me see in verse 5. It says, offer the sacrifices of righteousness and put your trust in the Lord. Again, it just goes back to what we are just talking about. You can't put trust in people. You can't put trust in substances. You can't put trust in objects, houses, mountains. For these things are not predictable. Anything that is here one day can be gone the next. We've seen a, a full mountain be destroyed by by earthquakes or by a volcano. That's good right there, honey, when you were saying um, putting our trust <clears throat> in things that can perish. So that's where we need to keep a high thought right there at that point. 
when we turn into all these different things outside of the things that's everlasting. That's the main point. Amen. To God be glory. That's the main point, though. Trust in the Lord only and always. With all thine heart, and lean not uh, to thy own understanding. In all thy ways, we should acknowledge him. Uh, yeah, so we acknowledge him in the morning. You should acknowledge him when you go to bed. And you should acknowledge him all throughout the day. You know, there's a lot of people that, that, that might pray to God in the morning and forget about him for the rest of the day. There's a lot of people who might go to um, the church on Sunday and forget about him for the rest of the week. What is that saying? I don't think it's saying a lot, unfortunately. Ambassador. The wife said, God bless you. To God be the glory. Amen. Then verse 6 says, there are many who say, who will show us any good? Lord, lift the light of your kindness upon us. So those are the people who haven't completely trusted God. So he, so David was asking that his light should shine so they have no question about it, so they can Run right into verse 7. You have put gladness in my heart more than in the season that their grain and wine increased. See, when we're in the Lord, we get a gladness that the world doesn't have. They wonder why we're so happy. We could be riding a jalopy to work. We could live in a, a rinky-dink apartment. Our clothes can look shabby, but we have a joy that the world don't have. That no matter what they have, they can have all the Mercedes and the BMWs and the six bedroom houses and, and eight figures in their bank account, but they don't have that joy. That joy only comes from the Lord. And when you don't, when you put your reliance on things that ain't Him, those things are empty. It's just the same reason why, even though God gave us the rules about sacrifice in the Old Testament. They, it didn't work really well because those things were temporary. When you sacrifice temporary thing, temporary objects to a permanent problem, what's going to happen? So God had to make it so. God said, since there's a permanent problem, I'm going to make a permanent solution. My, my beloved son, come down to earth through this woman. And be born of a virgin birth. And to live the life the way that the humans could not live it. But at the same time, die on the cross for all their sins. Mm. But we understand that. Then we can live verse 8. For I will both lie down in peace and sleep. For you alone, O Lord. Make me dwell in safety. Um, the floor is open. If anybody else has any other comments on Psalms 4, you're more than welcome to do so.
Um, if not, we'll um, prepare the head on over to our second reading, which you know is Proverbs 4. But if anybody has, has anything else they want to say, I'll give you a, a few moments before we get into the reading. Because Proverbs 4 is a doozy. Amen. If there's none who have any questions or comments, or concerns or testimonies, based on Psalms 4, let us head over to Proverbs 4. It's subtitled, Security and Wisdom, and begins. Hear, my children, the instruction of a father, and give attention to no understanding. For I give you good doctrine. Do not forsake my law. When I was my father's son, tender, and the only one in the sight of my mother, he also taught me and said to me, Let your heart retain my words. Keep my commands and live. Get wisdom, get understanding. Do not forget nor turn away from the words of my mouth. Do not forsake her, and she will preserve you. Love her, and she will keep you. Wisdom is the principal thing. Therefore, get wisdom, and all you're getting, get understanding. Exalt her, and she will promote you. She will bring you honor when you embrace her. She will place on your head an ornament of grace, a crown of glory she will deliver to you. Hear my son and receive my sin. In the years of your life will be many. I have taught you in the way of wisdom. I have led you in the right paths. When you walk, your steps will not be hindered. And when you run, you will not be stumbled. Take firm hold of instruction. Do not let go. Keep her, for she is your life. Do not enter the path of the wicked, and do not walk in the way of evil. Avoid it. Do not travel on it. Turn away from it and pass on. For they do not sleep unless they do have done evil. And their sleep is taken away unless they make somebody fall. I'm sorry, someone fall. For they eat the bread of wickedness and drink the wine of violence. But the path of the just is like the shining sun that shines ever brighter unto the perfect day. The way of the wicked is like darkness. They do not know what makes them stumble. My son, give attention to my words and climb your ear to my sins. Do not let them depart from your eyes. Keep them in the midst of your heart. For they are life to those who find them and health to all their flesh. Keep your heart with all diligence. For out of it springs the issue of life. Put away from you the deceitful mouth and put perverse lips far from you. Let your eyes look straight ahead and your eyelids look right before you. Ponder the path of your feet and let all your ways be established. Do not turn to the right or the left. Remove your foot from evil. Those are the 27 verses of Proverbs 4. I hope that all were blessed by the reading of the word. I got a message here from Ambassador. Seeing this revealing, 
to my kingdom. Welcome to my kingdom. Hello, mortals. We need to wake up this morning. Amen. Wake up. So I think this also relates to Proverbs 4. Wake up. Get this wisdom, my children. See over here on wisdom before I get started. I got King Kuma, um, just followed you. Robert Prash, Davis Rose, Cecilia Grace, Truly Julie, Black Pearl, and High Level Podcast. Over here on stereo, we got Ambassador Davis, Ambassador Chris, and Mama B. Over on Carlos, still calling. We still running solo, but to God be the glory. So when you look at this Proverbs 4, and it talks about wisdom as usual, which, you know, the Proverbs always talks about wisdom, the seek wisdom, the keep wisdom, don't run away from wisdom, exalt wisdom, listen to the sayings. Mm. So you look at those first, the first, um, 13 verses of um, Proverbs 4. It's all about wisdom. The first bit of wisdom, it says, Hear my children instructions of a father. So that means first, your first understanding about wisdom is listen to your parents, young people. When you're a kid, don't let the enemy steal away your understanding by having you rebel against your parents. Or your parents are telling you to do something. Do it. They know better. Listen to them. For that's the beginning. If you don't listen to your parents, I'm gonna say I'm gonna go back to what John. I'm gonna go back to um what Jesus said, or God. I'm sorry, what God said. How do you love somebody who you haven't seen? But how do you love somebody who you haven't seen but not love somebody who you have seen? So here, if you don't can't understand what a father is saying, how are you going to listen to God? This is the, the building blocks. You don't understand how to listen to your parents. You listen to God and Jesus. And then when you get older, you can teach the way to, when, to your children and grandchildren. And nieces and nephews and friends. Amen. But he talked about, you know, I give you good doctrine. Do not forsake my law. He even talked about when he was a child, like I was saying. And and he was taught by his by his father. And he said, keep my commands and live. And get under, get wisdom and get understanding. And don't turn away from the words of his mouth. And it just showed you in verse 7, wisdom is the principal thing. Therefore, get wisdom, and all you're getting, get understanding. Now, a lot of people say wisdom. What you mean wisdom? You know, knowing stuff? No, that's knowledge. Um, seeing how to apply in your life, that's great, but that's understanding. But it's where... Seeing how things apply, how the knowledge of God applies in your life and the line, the work in your life. That is wisdom. So I, I, I would actually venture to say that the best wisdom there is, 
It's submission. As Romans 12, one often, as I would say, Romans 12, one, it says, I beseech you, therefore, brethren, by the tender mercies of God, to submit your bodies, a living sacrifice, holy and acceptable to God, for it is your reasonable service. I don't think there's no greater wisdom than that, besides saying that Jesus Christ, you are my Savior. Is there any greater uh, wisdom than that? I don't think so. But we know, and as I talk, often tell people, that these Proverbs is a mirror. You look at your life. If you ain't living up to them, it's time to submit to God more and more. We know we on the strength. We can't do God's word on our own strength. It has to be the spirit which lives within us. Amen? So it keeps talking about what, what you know the ways that you walk. You've been talking the, the ways of wisdom. When you walk, you won't stumble. Take firm instruction. Do not let go. Keep her, for she is your life. And that's a great thing. Wisdom is your life. Because when you don't exercise wisdom, you are liable to lose your life, both here and in, for, in the ever after. So we see verse four, 14 says, do not enter the path of the wicked and do not walk in the way of evil. Avoid it, do not travel it, turn away from it and pass on. Because wickedness is going to destroy you. And verse 16 shows you how much wickedness destroys. It says, for they do not sleep unless they have done evil. And their sleep is taken away unless they make someone fall. So you know what I'm saying? That means the wicked people can't even rest until they mess somebody else's lives up. You know what that sounds like? That sounds like pure Satan himself. He can't even get a, 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 a week of sleep, rest, unless he comes to destroy somebody. To take away God's word out of their mouth, their minds, and their heart. Don't let nobody do that to you. But we know in, in 17 what it said is true. For they eat the bread of wickedness and drink the wine of violence. We see all the violence in our communities, all the shootings, all the robberies, everything. This is that wickedness and violence that we just talked of. But in 18, it shows a contrast. And it says, the path of the just is like the shining sun that shines ever brightly, brighter unto the perfect day. But they get contrasted with the wicked. And it says, the way the wicked is like darkness. They do not know what makes them stumble. So there's allusion to that back in um, John chapter 3, verses 18 to 21. They talked about the light and the darkness. And how the darkness didn't want to see the light. Amen. Then verse 19 says, the way of the wicked is like darkness. They do not know what makes them stumble. Again, allusion right back to what I was saying. So verse 20 lets us know something different. It says, my, my son, give attention to my words, apply your ear to my sins. Do not let them depart from your eyes, keep them in the midst of your heart. And then 22 explains why. For they are life to those who find them and health to all their flesh. So getting wisdom and walking in wisdom brings out health. And it says, 23, keep your heart with all diligence. Out of it springs the issues of life. 
I, I think that's what telling us here is that we must make allow God to clean our hearts. And when we don't, we're going to see all the issues of life come out. And I think that's alluded to also in verse 24. It says, put away from you a deceitful mouth and put perverse lips far from you. Because we know people lie all the time. And it's through these lies that a lot of people are caught up in to nonsense. God's telling you to ignore those lies and follow his wisdom. And then verses 25 through 27, let us know that path of wisdom. It said, let your eyes look straight ahead and your eyelids look right before you. Follow the path of your feet and let all your ways be established. Do not turn to the right or to the left. Move your foot from evil. Mm. So how often do we put that foot there and just say, well, I'm just going to try to put my my toe in the waters of evil. I ain't going to put my whole foot in there, but I'm just going to see what it is. Not understanding that a little leaven leavens the whole lump. We can't be taking compromises in these days. We got to be talking the true word of God. For we know not when our days or somebody else's days will be ended. And they have to give an account. Or we have to give an account. It's better that we get understanding now. If anybody else has anything to say about the Proverbs chapter 4, you're more than welcome to do so. The floor is open. Amen. Don't y'all all rush in at one time to leave a message to come up to the platform. Don't do it all at one time now. Come one at a time. <laughs> all right. So while everybody's pondering that, um, over here on Wisdom, we got eight um, Deidre Parker, Robert Presh, King Kuma, Davis Rowe, Cecilia Grace. Truly Julie, Black Pearl, and High Level Podcast. Over here on Stereo, I currently on now Ambassador Davis, although Ambassador Chris, Ambassador Ishmael, and Mama B has stopped by as well as a few other people. Over here on Call In, I'm still running solo, but to that be glory. Um, people, of course, can listen to it after the fact on Apple Podcasts. On Spotify or Google Podcasts. Amen. All right, the floor is open. If anybody has anything to say about Proverbs 4, you're more than welcome to do so. Amen. Anything you want to say, dear, about Proverbs 4? You just let the wisdom overtake you, right? The verse All right, to God be the glory. Great things he has done, we'll do and continue to do. Again, if anybody has 
anything they want to say about Proverbs 4, the floor is still open. If God put a testimony in your heart related to this, don't let your testimony not be heard. Speak out. Because the Bible says others are saved by the testimony of by your own testimony. So, amen. If not, we'll head on over to our bonus reading of Psalms 94. Amen. It's subtitled, God, the refuge of the righteous. And it begins, O Lord God, to whom vengeance belongs. O God, to whom vengeance belongs, shine forth. Rise up, O judge of the earth. Render punishment to the proud. Lord, how long will the wicked, how long will the wicked triumph? They utter speech and speak insolent things. All the workers of iniquity boast in themselves. They break in pieces your people, O Lord, and afflict your heritage. They slay the widow in the stranger and murder the fatherless. Yet they say, the Lord does not see, nor does the God of Jacob understand. Understand, you senseless among the people. And you fools, when will you be wise? He who planted the ear, shall he not hear? He who formed the eye, shall he not see? He who instructs the nations, shall he not correct? He who teaches man knowledge. The Lord knows the thoughts of man, that they are futile. Blessed is the man whom you instruct, O Lord, and teach out of your law, that you may give him rest for the days of adversity, until the pit is dug for the wicked. For the Lord will not cast off his people, nor forsake his inheritance, but judgment will return to the righteous, and all the upright and hard will follow it. Who will rise up for me against the evildoers? Who will stand up for me against the workers of iniquity? Unless the Lord had been my help, my soul would soon have settled in silence. For if I say my foot slips, your mercy, O Lord, will hold me up. In the multitude of my anxieties within me, your comforts delight my soul. Shall the throne of iniquity, which is devised evil by law, have fellowship with you? They gather together against the life of the righteous and condemn innocent blood. But the Lord has been my defense, and, the, and my God, the rock of my refuge, he has brought on them their own iniquity, and shall cut them off in their own wickedness. The Lord our God shall cut them off. These are the 23 verses of Psalms 94. I hope that all were blessed by the reading of the words. Mm. To God be the glory. He's just letting you know we can count on him. That we can come to him when we're going through something. But it's a warning in here. Don't be like the world. Don't utter speech and do things your way. Don't boast in yourself. These are the things that they do in the world as they break us into people, pieces. And, and afflict the, those people of God. That they take the widow, the stranger, and the fatherless. The three sets of people who the law talked about that you should have mercy on, but people never do. And that Jesus talked about. 
the same one, suffer the little children. He talked about the widows. He told you about the stranger because he went to a stranger. He went to the woman. He went to the woman at the well. She was a Samaritan, but he still told her about the about the rivers of living water that will flow out, and that by her testimony, many were many people in her time were saved. Let us testify on these good things. But we know what the world's testifying on. The world has testimonies every day. You know what they call those testimonies? Commercials. The world has commercials for everything. You want you you have you having problems with um what you do in bed? They got commercials for that. You have problems for what? You have problems because you can't. You know, there's some woman problem you have. They got commercials for that. You got problem because you uh, picked up a virus that you can't get rid of. They got a commercial for that. Oh, if you, if you think you need a new vehicle, they got a commercial for that. If you if, if you got a sweet tooth, they got commercials for that. They got all kind of things to draw us, but God is telling us to stay away from that. They think that the Lord, as they said in verse 7, that the Lord doesn't see, nor does the God of Jacob understand. That's what they think. But verse 8 tells us the truth. Understand, you senseless among the people, and you fools, when will you be wise? When are you going to put down this foolishness that the world is telling us? And follow the one and only true God. Verse 9 says, he who planted the ear, shall he not hear? And he who formed the eye, shall he not see? 10, he who instructs the nation, shall he not correct? He who teaches man knowledge? It's, so those two verses are saying, come on, this is God we're talking about. He hears everything. He knows everything. In fact, it said there, it said in verse 11, the Lord knows the thoughts of man, that they are futile. So we already know. God knows. You just sit up here and say, oh, there's no God. Oh, I'm going to do what I want to. God is dead. Oh, this is the God. And even if God exists, he exists somewhere far off in the universe. He's not intimately evolved. Those are lies from the pits of hell. God sees us, not what we do. God hears us what we say. And God knows the evil thoughts that we have. So that's why verse 12 it says, Blessed is the man who you instruct, O Lord, and teach out of your law, that you may give him rest in the days of adversity until the pit is dug for the wicked. So we already know there's a judgment coming. So let us be blessed by listening to what God is telling us in these Psalms and these Proverbs and the morning devotional to all of the Bible, all the 66 books, all the the five books of the of the history at the beginning of the Old Testament, throughout the book, I'm sorry, the five books of um, law, through the through the um, the books of history in the Old Testament, through all the books of the prophecy in the Old Testament, through oh Lord, the Gospels in the New Testament, 
through the one book of history, Acts in the New Testament, through all the letters and epistles from Paul and John and Peter and Jude and James, all the way to the end of this world as we know it, that we see in Revelations. He's given us the knowledge. He's given us the understanding. And when we do take it, it says, for the Lord will not cast off his people, nor will he forsake his inheritance. But judgment will turn to the righteous, will turn to righteousness, and all the upright and heart will follow it. There we go. We're going to follow it. If we believe him, if we are his people, he won't forsake his inheritance. But we will fall for it. But we'll follow him. We won't be like what's happened in verse 16. For who will rise up for me against the evildoers? Who, who will stand up for me against the workers of iniquity? Because we know man don't want to do it. So that's why in 17 he said, unless the Lord had been my help, my soul would soon have been settled in silence. Mm. So that's why we have to depend upon the Lord and the Lord only. Man is going to fail us. God never does. 18 says, so I, I say my foot slips. Your mercy, O Lord, will hold me up. In the multitude of my anxieties within in me, your comfort delights my soul. So we know we can count on him, and we see it. 20 says, shall the throne of iniquity, which divides evil by law, have fellowship with you? They, and then 21 says, they gather together against the life of the righteous and condemn innocent blood. So we see that all the time. We see politicians do this. We see the rich and famous do this. We see gang members do this. We see cartels do this. We see a lot of people in the government do this. We see do the, people do this to their neighbors where they devise evil and try to hurt others. But 22 shows us the truth, and so does 23. But the Lord has been my defense and my God, the rock of my refuge. He has brought on them their own iniquity and shall cut them off in their own wickedness. The Lord, our good God, should cut them off. So when they don't listen, and they aren't like us who decide that we're going to follow God and we're going to accept him as our defense and our refuge, they will be cut off. But we, we don't want any to be cut off. Amen. Uh, let me do a quick roll call over here on of wisdom, I got Cameron Samuel, Anthony Bonner, Charlie, Craig Dolly, A, just followed you, A, John Bush, Deidre Parker, Robert Presh, King Kuma, Ambassador Davis, Cecilia Grace, Trula Julie, Black Pearl, and High Level Podcast. Over here on stereo, we got Ambassador Davis and Ambassador Chris, still uh, rolling solo on calling. Got a message here for Ambassador Davis. Amen. I just want to point that one out that verse 21. You're looking at Planned Parenthood. Planned Parenthood. Amen. God is pro life. He's pro life. You made a mistake when you made that baby. God is still pro life. If he allowed that baby to live, that means he's pro life. You didn't put the breath in that baby. You don't have the right. That's why he's calling all of us murderers right now. God is pro-life. 
time you get an abortion, don't you know that you send a soul to hell? It's innocent blood. You ought to think before you lay down. Sex was for reproduction. Love came before sex. Recognize the love first before you give yourself to sex. It's immoral. It's immoral. Is God is certainly pro-life. And it's actually even mentioned it more up above. Let me go back to those verses. Um, in five and six, it says, they break in pieces your people, Lord, and flit your heritage. They slay the widow, the stranger, and murder the fatherless. That's both the, the fatherless is those babies that haven't been born, but also the babies that have been born and are killed in senseless violence. People shooting these little kids, trying to shoot at their parents. But that's murder to innocent blood. But what about the kid who was born now and nobody takes care of him? The families are sitting up there suffering. But instead, we, we, we walk past them and say, hmm, what did they do to deserve to be in that poverty? We're murderers too when we do that. Not just by killing them at Planned Parenthood. We're murderers when we don't take care of them. We're murderers when we send them off to fight stupid wars. We're murderers when we don't give him God's word. That's when we first become murderers. If we let these kids know the truth so they won't lay down and start having these babies, we wouldn't need a Planned Parenthood in the first place. Here's Planned Parenthood. Give your life to God and let him plan out when you become a parent. That's the Planned Parenthood you should have. Ambassador Davis? The fatherless. There are children. They didn't come here without a father. They're fatherless because the father was a rolling stone. Mm. He was a player. Mm. He's still guilty of innocent blood. Yes, he is. God said, I'm the God of the living. Mm. And then he showed us the God of the dead. Wake up. Wake up. Young people don't follow the traditions of the generation before you. Many of them make blundering mistakes. And they are cut off. You don't want God to cut you off. You better get it right today, young people. Ah. Get it right. And there's only one way to get it right. And that first step is the ABCs. So, hey, brother, I'm going to teach the ABCs. A, admit that you did wrong. So say, Lord Jesus, I'm a sinner in need of a Savior. B, believe that he died for your sins. Yes, Lord, I believe that you came to die for my sins, that you came from heaven to earth to get up on that cross. Confess, yes, I'm a sinner. But you know what? You are greater than my sins. So even though you died for them, you didn't stay dead, but you were raised three days later with all power in your hands. A, B, C, one, two, three. If you said that, you meant it. As Romans 10, 10 said, with the heart, one believes in the righteousness, with the mouth, one confesses unto salvation. You're crossed over from the kingdom of the dead and came into the kingdom of the living. Stay with us.
Read these Psalms and Proverbs with us every day. Let God guide you to a proper ministry, to a proper group of believers, and watch your life expand from all this chasing after money and sex and drugs and violence. These things mean nothing, and that's the reason why people keep doing them, because they're empty. And that the more and more you take them, the emptier and emptier you'll become, that you just keep digging a deeper and deeper ditch. Because these things will never, ever, ever fulfill you. Sex with that harlot across the street don't do nothing but make you a harlot. Sex with that gigolo down in the next city don't make you nothing but a harlot sleeping with that gigolo. Get away from that nonsense. Get away from smoking cigarettes, weed, crack, meth, any of that stuff. Stop putting stuff in your body that don't need to be there because you think it's cool or it makes me the end crowd or it makes me feel a certain way. That stuff is empty. You know what they say about somebody who first hit cocaine? They man, they get the best high of their life and then spend the rest of their life trying to chase that first high. Instead of getting high off of something that's temporary, something that you have to keep getting because it goes away. Get high off of Jesus. Jesus gives you that living water that when you drink of it, you shall never thirst again. All those addictions will fall away from you when you bring Jesus into your life. Instead of you having temporary highs, you'll be full of the praise that you have him for saving you today and for making you a new you. For the old things are passed away. Mm. What a moment you have brought me to such a freedom I have found in you. You a healer. You make all things new. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm not going back, I'm moving ahead, here to declare to you, my past is over in you, all things are made new, surrender my life to Christ, I'm moving, moving forward, on forward, I am moving forward, on forward and you make all things you make all things new yes you make all things new and i will follow you forward come on follow him forward don't look back you're not going back you're moving ahead you declare to him, your past is over in Jesus. Hallelujah. All right, what well, we've done is commanded. We've given the word, and the word has spoken to them. Um, is there, are there any other testimonies or comments that anybody have? Any prayer requests? Whatever the Lord has put on your heart to say, let it be known to others. On the platforms are open, you can come up. On call-in, stereo, or wisdom, you can leave a chat um, on the back end and stereo 
and wisdom. You can also leave me a ch chat on the live show if anybody was over here on calling in. I can see the message right there. Um, you can also leave a, a message over here, a voice message on stereo. If not, then I'll take us to the book of Jude. And we'll run into uh, the benediction in verses 24 and 25. Jude only has one chapter. Um, but before we do, let's pray. Oh, Father in heaven, hallowed be your name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is heaven. Give us today our daily bread and forgive us our debts as we forgive our debtors. And do not lead us into temptation, but deliver us from the evil one. For yours is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever. And yes, we recognize these things, Lord. We recognize that you are the king of all kings. We recognize that we are sinners who need the Savior that you sent us, Jesus Christ. We know that the Satan and his deep, evil demons are all around us. And we ask the Lord that the heavenly host protects us from the works of the evil one on the outside. Just as we spend, ask the Holy Spirit, oh Lord, to flow more and more within us, to protect us from the works of the evil one from the inside, the works that he put inside of us, oh Lord, where Adam and Eve committed the original sin, oh Lord. That we may turn from our wicked ways and follow your ways and submit more and more daily to your plans, oh Lord. So that we may surrender ourselves as living sacrifices, holy and acceptable to you, oh Lord. So we may not be conformed to this world, but let our minds be transformed, oh Lord, by your Holy Spirit. That we may do the greater things that you prophesied that we would do, greater than even your son did, because we'll be operating as many, O oh Lord, operating in your will, O oh Lord. So we come to conclude these services, but never the conclusion of our praise, O oh Lord, and our testimony of your goodness. We ask that you keep us until next time we see each other. In Jesus' name, amen. Let us head now to the book of Jude, verses 24 and 25. Now to him who is able to keep you from stumbling and to present you faultless before the presence of his glory, with a seeing joy to God our Savior, who alone is wise, be glory and majesty, dominion and power, both now and forever. And let us all together say, Amen. All right, you know where to see us tomorrow. 7.30 Eastern, 6.30 Central. Tomorrow is the 5th. So God blesses us to see another day. We'll be reading Psalms 5 and Proverbs 5, as well as our bonus scripture of Psalms 95. Got one last message before we leave. So Mama B. Amen. To God be the glory. We'll see you all tomorrow. God bless you. I love you all. And don't let the enemy ever rob you of your testimony. Amen. To testify of his goodness today.